0: to be young, gifted, and black. Um, We all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told, to say there's not a, a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above and that is what we went to work with every day because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world.
1: And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I am Chris.
0: I'm Joanne, aka Letitia fucking Lewis. <laughs> okay, lady. <laughs> have you watched this week's episode yet? Yes, I am all kind <sighs> up.
1: I'm going to rewatch it uh, later on after we finish. I have to rewatch because yeah. there's so much going on and I want to make sure I get it all. So,
0: Yeah. An official podcast definitely brings up a lot of things. Um, Just things I wouldn't have, you know, themes and stuff like that. So I really like that. Exactly. I I had to hurry up and listen so I could hurry up and listen to the podcast. (laughs) I mean, hurry up and watch it so I could listen. I mean, um, for
1: my friends who just absolutely can't do any of the horror, I have suggested just listening to the podcast because, like, it's just really good. And I can yeah. listen to um, Ashley talk about anything. I just love her voice. Ashley Ford. Is that
0: the writer? No.
1: She's the other. Well, she is a writer, but she's not a writer for the show. She's the other one. Got it. So, yeah.
0: It made me feel better that the writer for the show is also a scaredy cat. Like yes. And so, I was like, <laughs> I, maybe I can do this shit.
1: But <laughs> she said that I was like, girl, are you working on this? <laughs> Right, so anyway, Joya, tell us all what you have been doing and what you are drinking tonight.
0: uh I just haven't been doing much. It's a pandemic girl, I'm just not doing shit with my life girl. I'm trying to organize my closet bit by bit. um, listen, that is a task, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. um, what am I drinking? so I'm calling this drink the Amina, and so I had text my friend. She's actually in book club with us. I was like, hey, I bought some kumquats. What do I do with it cocktail-wise? And so she's like, okay, make some rosemary, simple syrup, and then muddle the kumquat in it, and then just top it with gin and tonic. So, that's what I'm doing, and it's great. Is it... Say it again? It's kumquat, which is a citrus.
1: I I know what it is. I'm just making sure... Because I think we pronounce it different. So, it's kumquat.
0: I don't know. Okay. I just ran off of what I thought was right, and that doesn't mean it's right. Oh. But anyways. (laughs) No, I mean, I I know what it is. Maybe it's kumquat, but it's just weird to say kumquat. Like, uh. (laughs) ugh. See? Your mind dirty. (laughs) It's okay. Anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it's kind of like a citrusy, rosemary, gin happy this situation.
1: So.
0: That sounds delightful. What are you drinking? And what have you been up to? You didn't say what you been up to. I said I ain't doing shit. Um. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, tonight I am drinking in honor of Lovecraft Country. I am drinking the Atticus. I'm trying to move it to where you can see <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I too, am drinking a gin based drink. It is, um, some blackberries muddled with some lemon juice. Um, I had to make a honey, simple syrup, which Doyen taught me how to make a couple of years ago. I mean, it's not that complicated, but still, I didn't know how.
0: <laughs> so, um,
1: <laughs> and girl, why I almost burned up my goddamn, I, <laughs> so I made it. I made it uh Sunday cause I was like, well, I'm gonna make a practice one. To drink mm-hmm. while I'm watching the show, I almost burned mm-hmm. up my damn honey. My <laughs> trying to the show it started already. I almost burned up my damn simple syrup trying to. I mean, it just frosted up and just anyway, honey was everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just muddled blackberries with lemon juice, um, honey, simple syrup, a little gin, and then you know at the end what to do.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I had a club soda for a little penis. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It just feels so good to laugh. <laughs> that sounds so
0: sad. And that oh, kind of brings us to our oh. new segment as of this week. Uh, let's talk about what made us happy this week.
1: Uh- Oh, well, that's replacing what I do, what, what I've been doing. I mean, it's so what has made yeah. me happy this week is what has brought me joy because it is joyous. So first of all, my new wig came today. Just got it before we started <laughs> recording. So I hadn't even opened it. Super excited. <laughs> now I have now that means I actually have to figure out when I'm gonna take my braids down, <laughs> um, right. but I'm going to tell you what's been bringing me a lot of joy. Mm. Two things. One is this mom. She's on YouTube and TikTok. And she just makes lunch for her kids. And she says, hey, let's make some lunch for my kids. And she uses bento boxes. It is so cute. I just love watching her make lunch for her kids. And she always writes them like a little note. She puts a quote in there. Like, I don't know. It's always something like super inspirational. <laughs> she just mm-hmm. like, mm I just love watching her make lunch for her kids. I feel loved when I watch her make lunch for her kids. The second thing that has brought me unbridled, is that the word? Yes, unbridled joy. I have a bidet that I bought (laughs) and installed on my own. Now, let me tell you, it wasn't difficult at all. So it's not like that was some triumph, but it did give me a sense of, you know, satisfaction, satisfaction. But y'all, I feel like I've been living like a Neanderthal all this time. Like barbaric. Like what? What? No. mm -mm. Y'all, even when I, the first thing I do when I get home is sit on that toilet and turn on the bidet. I ain't even got to use it. I ain't even got to use it. (laughs) It just, it just, you feel so refreshed. You feel so refreshed. Like, like if I have to use the bathroom, because I use it no matter what I'm doing. Number one, number two, it don't matter. Like I said, I don't even have to use it. I'll just go sit on the toilet and turn it on. And I'm not ashamed <laughs> of that. I am not ashamed of that. When like if I wake up in the middle of the night to go tinkle, I don't use it then because I don't want it to wake me up. <laughs> because it's so refreshing. <laughs> and the one I have is just cold water. Um in order to do the warm water one. Like your toilet has to be really close to your sink and mine isn't close enough. So, um, but at first I was like, Ooh, I want the warm water. But now that I've done the cool water, I don't, uh, uh-uh, uh I don't want no warm water. That cool water is refreshing. <laughs> like the first time I, t- well, the first couple of times I used it, I was just using it, like just using it. <laughs> and I was just turning it on barely. Cause you know, <laughs> The first time I turned it all the way up. I thought it was up. I said, woo! <laughs> y'all, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And it was cheap. It was like 40 bucks off Amazon. Best decision I've ever made. Thank you, Robin, friend of the show, for suggesting it. And I love it. <laughs> Everybody get you yeah, one. Yeah,
0: so I bought one and then... I got overwhelmed as soon as I got it. Because really? I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to install this? And so it's still sitting in its box. <laughs> did you, no, you didn't. I was about to say, did you get the same one I did? You didn't. But. No. Um, I saw one. Backstory, y'all. I saw one with the Amazon treasure truck on sale for like $20. And I was like, sounds good. Let me buy it. <laughs> it's because of Chris. <laughs> Look at what
1: Chris made me do. You missing out. I'm here to tell you. The hardest part about installing it is making sure you get it dead center on your toilet seat. That's literally the hardest part: is lining it up and making sure it's center. Everything else easy peasy.
0: We'll see. Uh, um, I'm excited for okay, you. <laughs> so for two things that made me happy today, or in general. So first of all, speaking of things that we just got in the mail, I got my Biden Harris shirt. Um. But the logo is in pink and green. I love it. <laughs> and that makes me happy. I need to find a and sign. Then, yeah, I think I'm gonna put up a sign on like my patio. Yeah. People are just gonna have to know. Um, and then the second thing is I found this podcast called Muggles with Melanin. And it's the Harry Potter podcast I didn't know I needed because I listened to a lot of Harry Potter podcasts, but I've never listened to Black people talking about mm-hmm, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm, same. And her takes on things are so interesting and unique. And it kind of validates a lot of my feelings about it. So, like, um, she talked about how Harry was bred to be a martyr. Okay, don't talk about that episode because I haven't listened to that. Okay. I've only listened to the first one. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, and she hates Dumbledore. <laughs> she lets <laughs> us know why she hates Dumbledore. And I'm like, yeah, it does make sense he's kind of trash but um it's a great podcast and it just has a really interesting take on things okay. and um i recommend it if you're a harry potter person and what's the name of it again muggles with me- Melanie me-
1: Doyen, listen get her to invite us on the show tell her we black black girls who love harry potter y'all after i listened to the first episode i I texted doy i was like do you know her in real life because i want to talk to her so bad because like i i soft agree with her on dumbledore Mm -hmm. because i wasn't a fan of dumbledore anyway i just feel like he wasn't supervising them kids (laughs) but (laughs) but i said to him or there but it's like, I agree with her stance, but I but I yeah. want to debate her on her reasonings. And I feel like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like we would have such a good, you know, back and forth. She was so passionate yeah. about it, and we're so passionate about it, too. So, yeah, that was amazing. That, that was nah, a good suggestion. I don't know her personally,
0: it. but I immediately, as soon as I listened, I left her a review on iTunes because I was like you deserve.
1: (laughs) I'm going to find her email address and tell her to invite us on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you need some friends. We can do a swap for swap. Right. (laughs) Alrighty, so we're going to move along to our current events. Of course, we can't say current events without talking about Monica versus Brandy last night. (laughs) Boy, if you ever! Oh, sorry. Sorry. Is this funny? Like, the vibes between the two of them, like somebody on Twitter said that like Monica don't play and Brandy plays too much, and so the result is just hilarious. <laughs> Girl,
1: I was like, I was texting and like I was texting in one chat, but then I kept getting added in another one, so I had to keep like going over to that one. But I was like, first of all, Monica is ready to go. Okay. I'm glad they showed the little behind the scenes shot afterwards where they seem to really be enjoying themselves because the tension was thick. It was thick. Um, Mm -hmm. I just enjoyed it. I got my entire life and I rarely sit down. And so first of all, with versus, I don't know if you guys know this, but you can watch it on Apple music now. So The Apple TV that I have in the den is an older one. So I had to pull it up on my iPad and cast it to the TV. The ghetto. (laughs) The one in my bedroom is the new generation, whichever one that is. Like the one in my bedroom is Gucci, (laughs) but the one in the den is old. I need to, I need to upgrade. I need to buy another one for the den. But anyway, (laughs) yes, I have to, I have to
0: nigger rig it. (laughs) Right, like, you, you can't control it from your phone? No,
1: no, I have to cast it. Uh, okay, So you just can't understand it. But yeah, um, that makes life so much easier than when we were having to watch on Instagram because you were kind of stuck, you know? Yeah. But it's on TV, and it was just, like, it was just good background music. Like, I was, I watched dishes, I cleaned up the house. I had a hard day yesterday, so I needed to, like, do like some task, you know, where I didn't have to think. So I folded Mm -hmm. up clothes, y'all. I folded up two bags worth of clothes. Now, there was a lot of goddamn clothes. And I mean, brimming with clothes because I'd never fold up clothes. Like, I just got a lot of things done whilst Mm -hmm. I danced and sang around the house. It was just a good time. I needed it. It was amazing. I feel like they did it just for me.
0: I was watching it on YouTube, and there was just some random guy on there. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> and he was drinking, like, cheap wine and, like, the little individual bottles. So I was like, why are you here? But whatever, you're streaming it, and that's all I need. Oh, so someone was <laughs> streaming it. Okay. Yeah. Does and Versus like, not stream directly to YouTube? I don't know. I just picked the first one I saw. Oh, okay. There's this random guy. I don't know who he was well thank you for your services random guy right
1: and my my little sisters and my brother they they were like texting me they were like we know you jamming out because they know i loved monica okay i thought i was (laughs) monica okay (laughs) i had the same haircut i had the same attitude like i thought i was monica and my sister was like Remember when daddy had that old Jeep Cherokee and used to blast Monica all the time when you come pick us up from school? I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> 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 uh, we I just
0: <laughs> neither of those outfits were wins in this situation. I just, I don't yeah. understand. Monica looked uncomfortable in her pants, which is what Solange called them. <laughs> yeah, but um, they
1: ended up, I think they were just pants. At first, I thought they were boots because Monica will give you a thigh all the way to the top high boot but I think they were just pants because I saw her shoes but Uh, she she looked uncomfortable (laughs) but it was on brand for her I get why a lot of people liked it and it's not that I disliked Brandy's look it just didn't go and I felt like I felt like she's gained a little weight and maybe she is not you know maybe she feels a way about it i mean i definitely get mm-hmm. that and it seemed like she was trying to hide that you know that's that's what i took
0: i just felt like they didn't connect like monica's like Ooh, i'm addressing nine right right like right right fendi top and brandy was like i was just and i i think it is also indicative of their personality yes. so brandy yes. is just yeah. yes and like my friends like, who you got? The girl from Mississippi or Atlanta? I'm like, the girl from Mississippi. What are you talking about? <laughs> girl, no, ma'am. It is Team Monica over here. <laughs> it is Team Brandy over no! here forever. Oh my I don't God! Care what she you does. know what?
1: Mm, I can believe it. I can believe you, Team Brandy. I can believe. Even it. though
0: I won't listen to that new album because it, <laughs> it was horrible, <laughs> but Team Brandy anyway.
1: I mean, I liked Brandy,
0: but um, it's a hill that I'm willing to die on.
1: I like. I mean, I like Brandy. <laughs> I don't dislike her, but to me, Monica won. But I will say this: Brandy made some poor choices. There was she didn't she had several songs that she could have won rounds with that she just didn't play. Now somebody, yeah, suggested, I don't think she
0: should have started with her new shit because, like, we don't like it.
1: Somebody <laughs> suggested that she may like some of her other songs may be tied up with label stuff. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I was wondering why she didn't. Cause, and I text, I text one one group of my friends. I was like, "So what this has taught me is that I know Monica's full catalog, and I know very little past the, um, Full Moon album. It's it's Brandy first, right? Then Full Moon.
0: I think. I think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whichever one of hers that had um the Boy Is Mine on it. So her first album and that one that had the Boy Is Mine. I don't know anything past that. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I knew, some of them I recognized, but I didn't, you know, I couldn't sing along. But anyway, I think we all just had a good time, and it was the blessing we needed in our lives.
0: Yeah. So next up, um, the VMA Awards happened, and really, I don't care about it, but I felt like we should have talk about it, because we talk about every (laughs) other award show on the podcast. And that's literally the only reason why I'm talking about this, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, let me pull it up. We're gonna them. Start. Let me pull it up. Go ahead. Okay. We're gonna start with the winners and nominees. Um, video of the year, the weekend one with blinding lights. Um again, I just don't care about any like any of the It's like between Billie Eilish, Eminem with Juice World, Future with Drake, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift and the weekend. So
1: uh, the whole thing just was very white. Like when I looked down this really? list, I was like, "Like, let's continue." And I'll tell you what my big gripe is, and I feel like you and I are going to have the same gripe.
0: Okay, Artist of the year was the baby Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, Megan Thee Stallion, Post Malone, The Weeknd. Lady Gaga won, and I was like, "What did What did she do last year?" Like- exactly. <laughs> but it last, was almost um, like
1: it's just. Whoever put out something recently. I don't know. Right.
0: Song of the Year was Billy Eilish, Everything I Wanted. Doja Cat Say So Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, Rain On Me. Meg the Stallion, Savage, which like we had whole like challenges over the shit. Um, Post Malone, Circles, Roddy Rich the Box, and Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande one with Rain on Me. And I've never heard of that shit.
1: I want to say this one thing about that um, song of the year. Listen, we know she being racist chats showing feet, but there's no reason why Doja Cat shouldn't have won that. That Say So is probably the biggest song on this list. Say So had a challenge. Mm -hmm. It lasted on the charts long. Like, There's no way. There's no way this song with Lady Gaga, you know what? I don't even know the song. I don't even know the song either. And, like, I like Lady Gaga. It's not like I don't like her or anything, but there's no way that that song beat Say So. It didn't beat Savage. Yeah. It didn't even beat The Box. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, anywho.
0: Okay. So, best pop was BTS on, I don't know about all that. I don't um, even know them best... apart. <laughs> BTS is a, a K-pop brand. Yeah, I know
1: who they are, so I don't know them apart. It's like
0: 15 oh, of them. Oh, yeah. No, I I, <laughs> no, I would not keep up with the individual members of BTS. Um, best R&B was The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Um, he beat out what? I don't know how he beat out Lizzo, because I love you, or this Chloe and Halle ridiculous. do it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> best hip-hop, Meg One, with Savage, which I love Savage. But bop, have you heard bop?
1: (laughs) This just doesn't make sense. These choices don't make sense. Who did this? Somebody did this.
0: (laughs) Best music video from home was Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber stuck with you. Now, listen.
1: You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say my main gripe because it feeds into this. I'm sorry. Chloe and Halley should have won everything that they were in. There is Mm -hmm. no, they've been giving us visual after visual after visual from their home tennis court, and they've been rocking it every time. Every Mm -hmm. time. There is (laughs) no reason why Chloe and Halley
0: didn't win like everything that they were nominated for. Yeah. And even bigger levels. Isn't that where John Legend um, announced the pregnancy? Like, how is that <laughs> not important, you know? This is Pretty just course. this is just ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. 13-year-olds did this. Pretty much. <laughs> best collab was Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, which, again, I've never heard this but song. No, there's a girl. Yeah. Uh, best directions. Uh, I knew mean, white people just love to love Taylor Swift, but it was Taylor Swift, the man, directed by Taylor <laughs> Swift. I'm just going on with that one. Best Latin. I'm skipping that one because that's not even important to us. Best Alternative. Oh, oh today I found out the Machine Gun Kelly is white. <laughs> Did you know he was white? I don't look at him or listen to him. I like him. Hey, I um,
1: His look on the red
0: carpet was his first time actually kind of looking
1: white. But, yeah, I like Machine Gun Kelly.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It was Bloody Valentine. Best Rock was Coldplay by the Orphans. and I love Coldplay. So Yep. It was fine. Um Best Group. Again, BTS. But Chloe and Hallie are the best group. I don't know. <laughs> how? Uh Best K pop was BTS. Video for Good was her. I can't breathe. Song of the Summer was Blackpink. I didn't even know what that is. How you like that? And I'm like there girl, another, How is it not WAP?
1: <laughs> they're another K pop group except they're girls. I don't know that song though.
0: But like WAP? Like came in as a late submission of the summer to become song of the summer. <laughs> like, how? How? I mean, Anyways, as uh, much
1: as I love WAP, still again, Say- none of those songs were bigger than Say So. Not even Savage, which Savage was awesome. I mean, there's a yeah. slew of songs in this one category, which is crazy as well because y'all
0: didn't narrow that shit down any further. But I, this is just I, I mean, ridiculous. Like, have, I know people love Taylor, but, like, how is the song "Cardigan" Song of the Summer? Girl, don't make me choke <laughs> on these blackberries. <laughs> Cardigan. Cardigan. Like, anyway, I'm tired of talking about this list, so we can move on to the fashions. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the fashions, first of all, they say, um, Baby just dressed like brand confusion to me. Um, he had a Dolce <laughs> Cabana cap. A Supreme jacket and Louis Vuitton shorts. And I was like, why? Just because you can afford all these things doesn't mean you put it all together. I just feel like he was trying to create a new trend. I don't know.
1: It looked a mess. But who am I? I, I buy all my uh, clothes from Old Navy <laughs> and okay. Ann Taylor Loft. <laughs> I don't. And it's the sale yeah. at that.
0: <laughs> so um, Machine Gun Kelly had a pink suit situation. That was the situation. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like Nicole Richie. I would have liked her dress if it was another color. Does that lime green? I guess I always think of lime green and how like it makes people angry. And so <laughs> lime green makes people like, angry. Yeah, it's like a color psychology thing. Anyways, I um, like lime green. It makes me
1: smile. It makes me think of spring. Eh, it's like. Ugh.
0: Anyway, so she's coming up with a socially conscious album, which is all about organic vegetables, which is why she chose that color. I wish she would have chosen it. Wait. One. Wait. What what is she going to do on the
1: album? I don't know. I didn't know if... She doesn't sing that I know of. Or maybe she does, and I just don't know it.
0: Yeah, um... I think her alter ego is Nikki Fresh with a dollar sign for the S. Yeah. I'm afraid she's going to rap and not. (laughs) I hope. Listen, I do not want to hear raps about organic vegetables. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all the people that I really... um, was willing to talk about the fashion was just like eh. (laughs) Um, so
1: I didn't watch but I heard Kiki Palmer did a great job so good for her um I will say this about Gaga again I didn't watch but I saw like all of her different masks I really like that it's on brand for her and I like that she was telling these people y'all need to wear a mask so Mm -hmm. um yeah and I forgot what Doja won but I'm happy for her Um, you know, even though she be in racist chat rooms showing feet, but you know, um, I think she had a pretty good year. I wish she would let me like her. I wish she would stop doing dumb shit and let me like her because she makes really good music.
0: But alas, anywho, (laughs) yeah, um, there is a Doja Cat I recently just got into from twenty nineteen because you know I'm late as fuck with anything. I think it's called the rules and and like. Some days I listen to it and I feel good about it. Other days, like I'm like, I'm listening to Doja Cat. I need to go sit down somewhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, alas. Um, moving along. Trick Daddy, to no surprise to anybody, says he is not looking for a wholesome woman. <laughs> and I was like, we never thought you were. <laughs> Listen.
1: Well, I actually did think he was because okay, so I don't watch I really don't watch the love and hip hops anymore. Um mm-hmm. I do watch the reunion shows because you learn everything you need to know then. And it seems mm-hmm. like he was constantly trying to get back with his ex wife, who's a nice wholesome woman. Um but also she is not taking his shit. And she before this is what i gather from, from watching the reunion she wants him to she's not gonna get back in his life unless he decides to take better care of himself she's like she don't want to deal with that so i think yeah. that because he has lupus and i don't think he really like takes care of himself
0: so mm-hmm. i don't know but trick that had just <laughs> hey trick he said who's <laughs> He's looking for a wholesome woman. Not me. Suck me, fuck me, get them (laughs) money. But I definitely don't want no low-class hoe with high demands. I'm really confused as to what you want. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. It may be safe to assume the chick wants a lady by his side, but he won't just settle for anything. And I'm like, as I look at him, I'm like, maybe it's time for you to settle for anything. Cause... Listen, he still loves his wife.
1: He, I mean, it's evident. And she's a gorgeous yeah.
0: woman. Like, she's gorgeous. And
1: I feel like she still loves him. She wants him to take care of himself. I don't know what trick doing. Yeah. Speaking of wholesome woman, did you see Niecy Nash's wedding pictures? hmm
0: They very gorgeous.
1: They are gorgeous. And I was like, let me tell y'all something. If Nisa don't do nothing else, she's gonna keep her
0: marriage, okay? <laughs> I was just like, I didn't even know Nisa swung that way. She could have been my uh, sugar wife. None of us knew. <laughs> like she,
1: she. So I followed her on Instagram and I saw the yeah. picture. But in all honesty, I thought it was like for a role or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I saw everybody congratulating her in the comments, and I was like, wait, is this real? And so, I went to her stories, and she posted another picture of them together in her stories, and she had hashtag plot twist. Because remember, it wasn't too long ago that Nisik was telling us that we need to suck our man dick every day in order for him to be faithful.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Vers- <laughs> versatility, I stand. Listen, um. <laughs> I,
1: listen, I am here for it, and listen, y'all know that, like, mm-hmm. They are—they are just certain girls that I think are hot, and I don't know this girl that she Speaking married. Speaking of girls that you think hot.
0: are hot, um, oh, girl got divorced. Hmm. Oh. The one that's a director. She's like a actress and
1: director. Oh, Lena Waites. Yeah. Oh, I let her go a long time ago. <laughs> I don't like—I don't like the way she. You know that guy, well, I can't make you know him because I don't know his name, but they fired that guy Mm -hmm. off of the shy because he was like sexually harassing that girl.
0: Oh, yeah. And Lena was... She supported him.
1: She did. And that really hurt my Mm -hmm. feelings. And then Mm -hmm, I'm mad that she cheated on her wife with Cynthia, and I know she did. But
0: it's Cynthia. Okay. (laughs) Get (laughs) it. So, thousands gathered for the 2020 March on Washington. And so... While it did stress me out that people were, like, close to it each other. It stressed me the fuck out. I am glad to see people, you know, getting out there and being active. Um, a lot. I know some people who traveled out there for the march and things like that. And I think it was a time of, like, restoration and just really connecting as a black community. Sure. Um, I did see a weird picture of a lady in, like the fountains and I was like, What are you doing in the fountains? <laughs> what was she
1: doing? 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 Stand, she was standing in the fountain?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. But um I just wanted to speak to it. Um Kamala said she's not gonna get these germs, so she did record brief remarks for the March <laughs> because that is smart. <laughs> so uh that was, you know, cool. But I think that um it was helpful to see people there and together for this anniversary of the March on Washington It definitely probably more people than the inauguration Trump, but at the same time, germs, they made me nervous <laughs> Uh. so next up Big Mouth found a new voice for biracial Missy in Debbie after Jenny Slate exited so when all this stuff happened with like George Floyd and all of that A lot of um, white people who play biracial and black characters saw themselves out the door. Thank you. And so (laughs) it had found uh, writer, producer, comedian, and actor Ayo Adebri to be um, the new person. So I thought it was exciting. And they're Nigerian.
1: one of my favorites and i had no idea that the woman that voiced her was white until she Mm -hmm. you know announced that she was stepping away yeah i just found it weird i mean i get that missy's character is mixed but also Mm -hmm. if she doesn't she looks like a little black girl so i really didn't understand why that was the way that was but i'm glad for it um and I'm excited for a new season of Big Mouth. Yep,
0: yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like people go with who they know. And yeah, if especially you look at when the, it comes to jobs, white people are not very adventurous outside of their main circle. <laughs> when you look at the uh, the
1: cast, the writers, the directors, everything for Big Mouth, it is literally a little um, SNL. An associates reunion, so and that's one thing I will say yeah. about Saturday Night Live is that when one of them goes and do something, they always include like that community, They're people, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. As long as Maya keeps playing Connie with her bubble <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was just I am one of the things that makes me most excited about Kamala is the like if she wins. We get Maya on Saturday Night Live yes, like, yes. for so long. <laughs> listen, I am listen.
1: I am ecstatic because I love Maya. I think she does a great job as Kamala. I I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so when I was younger, I used to watch the Osborne Show, and I was so obsessed. Especially with Ozzy, because I like I couldn't understand half of what he said half the time. So like I extra had to watch the show to try to learn Ozzy. And so <laughs> Jack Osborne shared his first family photo with kids and his parents, Ozzy and Sharon, in months. And what I got out of this was I was just happy that um, Ozzy and Sharon still exist <laughs> in COVID because you never know. <laughs> But, yeah, I just thought it was cute. I It was one of those things that just made me smile. It's a particular... And I love the pictures of his daughters with, like, the gingham dresses. This is, like, the shit that I live for. Like, my kids are gonna have, like, seersucker jumpers with their monogram on it, because it's just such a southern beauty. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just happy to know that Sharon and Ozzy are okay.
1: <laughs> I really liked um, the picture of uh, Kelly even though she wasn't a part of this story but of Kelly coming to visit them and they're all like spread out because there's social distancing and she visited mm-hmm. them from afar like she was responsibly visiting her parents I love that and then I mean I didn't love to read him you know say that it hurt him that he couldn't hug her but like of course yeah. that resonated with me so I was like yeah this mm-hmm. is difficult for everybody including the Osbournes yeah,
0: yeah. I, that's a family i love and i hope they're not racist that's all oh, <laughs> uh, so lastly we're gonna talk about our florida man so this florida man used four million dollars in covid relief to buy a lamborghini and i read an article today about how like they're finding i think a billion dollars in like tpp loan fraud <laughs> and i'm like yeah, because y'all sucked it, like, figuring out who y'all wanted it to go to. But yeah. Um, he bought a Lamborghini and other high li- high-end luxury items. Um, He's 29 and lives in Miami. And, yeah. So, that's all that happened there. <laughs> and I was, um, again, his fraudulent loan applications resulted in $3.9 million in loans. And I'm like, yeah. It's just,
1: like you said, <laughs> they did such a poor job <laughs> of figuring out who was supposed to get those loans. They gave them to big corporations. They did not give them to small businesses. Although this is clearly mm-hmm. somebody who was probably masking as a small business. And then you didn't do your due diligence. And now he got a new Lamborghini. And
0: mm-hmm. now he in jail. <laughs> exactly. But, alas. Alrighty, we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
1: And we are back from our sponsors, and it is time for our Someone Something.
0: <sighs> okay, y'all, like, we could not not talk about it. Um, we lost um, a king... Uh, a visionary, a creative this past weekend in Chadwick Bozeman. And I know we, we had talked about before seeing pictures of him and he was very skinny. We didn't know what was going on. And it turns out that he passed a colon cancer after four years of battling it. And it, it hurts because like as much as I love Black Panther, he was battling cancer during Black Panther. And he still continued to do so much more, you know. <laughs> it was so impactful in the four years. So, uh, In this small time for our Someone Something, I just wanted to celebrate his life. Um, he was just an HBCU grad, a visionary, an amazing actor, director. He drove the force of culture so much in Hollywood within his short time in Hollywood. Um, So I kind of wanted to share some quotes from him that really resonated with me and Chris, if you have any, you can pitch in as well.
1: Um, I'm, so. I, I, I'm going to be um, weirdly silent just because I'm not in a space to talk about any death yeah. right now. So, but I
0: love him and this really hurt us. Yeah. So one of his quotes and funny enough, I don't like graduation speeches. I hate even <laughs> being there for graduation speeches but at the same time, I listened to his graduation speech for Howard University in 2018 because I loved him that much. <laughs> so, here was a quote that really resonated with me. It was Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dared to challenge a system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned the method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. And that path was my destiny. And then there was another quote that he had. Um, to be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured. Yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know this. what it's like to be told, to say there is not a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. And the thing about it was, like, he was an actor and a director. So he created spaces for other black people as well as played, you know, played stories of key black people that their stories need to be told. So Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown. And so it's tough because it is, it's hard because... We feel robbed, Like, we feel like we didn't have enough time with him, you know? And we had fallen in love with him so very recently. But at the same time, um, someone said on Twitter that, like, he's now our ancestors, and now we have access to him. You know, for guidance. And that's the peace that I have in losing him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so... I just, I had to talk about him. He, I have been sad, very sad since Saturday. I've cried a couple times, but he's just, he's too big and he's too amazing to not speak of his name. You Yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: It definitely affected everyone. Like. Yeah. I will say what I do not like. Is people taking pictures of their kids crying over the death of Black Panther and posting them online? Yeah, I did have you not seen those? Oh, they no, were all they God. were all over my timeline, and
0: y'all are weird. Like, what? I, no, no. In a way, like when it first started, people were just like, "Hey." how are you telling your kids? Like, I have a Soror whose son loves Black Panther. He's, like, a, he's so cute, but he's, like, a four- or five-year-old, like, yeah. superhero fan, but he actually loves Black Panther. And, I, you know, I thought about that when I was like, how, how do you tell yeah. your kid that the hero that looks like him is no longer here? Right. You know? <laughs> um, one woman one woman said that um, she...
1: She had no intention of telling her child um, mm-hmm. because her child was young and, you know, that's her choice or whatever. But yeah. uh, they heard someone else say it. So she had to explain, mm-hmm. but she said that she made sure to explain that Black Panther is not dead. Mm-hmm. Because that that hero, you know, Chadwick, Chadwick brought him to life for us. He brought mm-hmm. him to the silver screen for us. But that hero is not Chadwick, and he existed before him. So she made sure to yeah. explain it that way and just let him know that it was the actor. But that character is not dead. So that's
0: yeah, swear, Yeah. righty, So we're going to move along to our poor life decision. And so when I was thinking about the poor life decision this week, I was thinking about ways to cope with grief because 2020 has been a year of grief. We've dealt with so many events that have elicited grief. And somehow, I ended up with the notion of joy. And of course, with COVID, there's people who are actively losing people in their lives due to COVID. We we have been dealing with um George Floyd, with Brianna Taylor, nameless other or countless not nameless, countless other black people that died. Um now Chadwick Boseman, we've dealt with Kobe and so grief is like we deal with multiple griefs at any point in time. And so somehow it pointed to joy because Grief is grief, and we're gonna deal with it. But also, we have to seek joy. Is one of our main coping tactics when it comes to dealing with grief. So, we are going to be talking about joy in the time of COVID. Um, it was partially written by this chick. It wrote a book that says "Fuck happiness: How women are ditching the cult of positivity and choosing radical joy." All right, so uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking right. about. Right, Um, so yeah, there's a lot, like I said, it's a global grief sandwich right now, especially for black people, and psychology teaches us that anxiety and a lack of control over a negative stimulus are the greatest predictors of depression, so we have to talk about joy and the things that bring us joy, Um, and that's kind of why I do want to continue to talk about the things that make us happy, because we do need to, like, think about it. So, the things bringing us joy right now aren't widely different than the things that have always brought us joy. Mm -hmm. Moments of openness outside institutionalized workplaces and school systems. What shifted and intensified is that these moments seem more vivid and more important in these difficult times. So, we're going to talk about 13 generators of joy in this time. One, nature. And so, funny enough, I had realized that I like hiking. Um, (laughs) Hiking is hard. I don't exercise. And so every time I hike, I'm like, bitch, like, after a while, my heart's like, girl, what are you doing? Pitter-pat, pitter-pat, (laughs) pitter-pat. But at the same time, there's a sense of, Mm -hmm. um, there's a sense of accomplishment when I'm done with what I'm doing. Yeah. And that keeps me in a place of joy for a longer time. Like, it's, it's like a natural high. Um. Funny, cause like when I grew up in Mississippi, nature was kind of like a foe because I was allergic to everything in Mississippi. <laughs> so I've learned that like I like nature; it's not that bad where you're not allergic to all of it. Um, <laughs> Any thoughts about nature, Chris?
1: Um, you know I like nature in theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, i I have found that during the <laughs> Sounds like a book during the time of Corona. Um, I have found during this time that I really enjoy sitting outside. Now I've always liked sitting outside like with my cousins, laughing, talking, drinking mm-hmm. and carrying on whatever. But like I really enjoy just sitting outside because I'm not leaving like I go to work and I come home. That is it. And yeah. I have a little anxiety about even going to work, so I don't even like doing that. So it's like mm-hmm. I just really enjoy sitting outside and, um, now that it's like, you know, that perfect summer, almost fall nighttime air where it's like Mm -hmm. warm enough that you don't need anything on, but it's not like sweltering. It's not that humid thickness and Mm -hmm. the lighting bugs are just plentiful. I've really been enjoying sitting outside at night, watching the lighting bugs and, actually just kind of reminiscent of being a little girl and catching them in jars and stuff. So yeah.
0: (laughs) Next up was music. Um, I think music has always been important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned out today. um, My church, like the recent sermon was talking about worshiping through music. And I was like, since I was a kid, I used to be in, um, in the choir and like, it's in recent times as an adult I haven't been active in it but I'm like that is a big way that I praise God you know mm-hmm. I connect through my music more so even than prayer <laughs> and that so, is like I'm is to figure true. out yeah I try to figure out ways to connect back with music and it does bring me joy um yeah music is huge for me like
1: huge and just sticking on that subject of church. Sometimes I have found myself getting angry with the institution of church because the issues that I have with church keep me from going as often as I probably should. And I feel like that has robbed me of my joy of, being in church with the choir, listening to the live choir and singing and interacting with the choir, because Mm. I love gospel music. Like gospel music is just, she's that girl. I mean, people who don't even really, people who aren't even like churchy or people who, there are people on the internet who will tell you they don't even believe in God. They don't believe in like one being that rules us all that sounded like the hobbit, but they don't believe <laughs> they don't believe in that, but they love gospel music, and it is so powerful, and I just love it so much um but of course, I love all music, I mean I just listen, even when I get ready to cry, I have a crying playlist because <laughs> I need to cry properly like. My life is a soundtrack. I am literally one of those people who always has a song stuck in their head. So it's like, mm-hmm. I just, I, music is just, ooh. And sometimes it's not even the song, but the song takes you
0: back to a date and time and place.
1: And so it's like, mm-hmm. ugh. yeah. Yeah.
0: And funny enough, um, in Lovecraft Country, when they did the Clark Sister song, I oh was yes. Like, it just got in my bones. It was so just deeply hit me. So, So you know,
1: people who know me know I love the Clark sisters. Like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a Clark sister when I was a little girl. So, you know, (laughs) I was like cussing (laughs) during the (laughs) podcast when she kept saying Shirley Caesar. And there was a Shirley Caesar song in the episode, but not during that part. I was like, no, No. that was Dorinda Clark. Pastor Dorinda Clark. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, the next one was writing and drawing. So, creative work is my respite. Uh-huh. I'm excited to sit down every night after I'm done with my day job and spend two or three hours writing. I am. I, I've been a writer for so long, and then right now I just don't. Writing is a chore. Yeah. But I am trying to get back to the point where, like, writing is, like, a thing that makes me happy and. Something that I enjoy. But if you are a creative writer or creative drawer or any creative, it is important to tap into that side mm-hmm. because it is almost like our lifeblood. Like we have to create. Yeah. In order to connect with joy. Next up, pets. Um <laughs> cats and dogs and pot belly pigs always bring their people happiness, but being home with them feels like an extra treat. So um Yeah, I'm like, I think, really, my dog thinks I quit my job to be with her. (laughs) But at the same time, like, I don't think I could have handled this pandemic Uh alone without her. So many people have said that. So many people have said, like, so many people
1: have gotten pets during the pandemic because, you know, and some people, it was just haphazard, kind of like you. Mm -hmm. But then they were like, oh, my God, I wouldn't have made it without my pet, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, that's the thing about I it, It's like, my boss, she just finished, because she was fostering other Huskies. So she was on her third Husky, and she's like, I love this dog. I have to have her. And Aww. so now she's keeping her. So now she has two Huskies. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, maybe I should foster a dog. But then I'm like, I don't want to end up with two dogs. <laughs> so, you know, what I told you about, listen, first of all, I don't think Roxy,
1: I don't know. She might like the company. Then again, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Do <laughs> but, you know, I told y'all how my, my fence was hanging on for dear life. And it's been mm-hmm. storming a lot. So I haven't gotten it fixed yet because I'm waiting for this round of storms to be over. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, there's a huge chunk of my fence missing. <laughs> and this morning, I see walking through the little part that's missing of my fence, a little dog. Uh, he looks like he may have been a corgi he belonged to somebody he had a collar on cute as could be and he came walking out of my backyard stopped and looked at me as I was taking the trash down like who are you and what are you doing and like he just <laughs> continued to stand there and stare at me and he really he cocked his little head to the side and he was like I don't, I don't see nobody your color around here What are you doing around here <laughs> Oh, oh! I think there's another black lady on my street. I think she just moved that's in.
0: Exciting.
1: Yeah. Um. But I'm yeah. not that friendly. So, but I wave when I pass by. I don't know if she's just bring her some no like some no. brownies. No. Friendly. No. no, I wave. That's that's enough. Um. But anywho, yeah. cute doggy, <laughs> cute doggy, and like really made me yeah. consider it. But I always
0: back out because I don't like being responsible. Yeah. I, I think I needed, in a way, I needed a dog to know if I would be responsible with the kid, which is, is not the same thing, but it's still the same thing. Like, he, I still have to do a lot of things out of sacrifice for her. So, like, anytime I want to travel, I have to figure out what I'm going to do with her and stuff like that. But, um... Yeah, earlier today she was just looking at me. I was like, "Oh, you really love me, huh?" <laughs> like, you really—I mean, she probably loves me because I feed her. But <laughs> I, mean, I was like, "Oh, you really love me?" I think she loves but, uh, you. <laughs> next up, um, this is another thing that I have a core issue is gardening. Um, as <laughs> luck like, would have it, there's actually a huge movement right now with Black girls that garden. Like, I—I'm in a couple Facebook groups. Black girls get garden. I am starting to get into succulents. So I'll like walk up to a grocery store and I'm like, oh, what kind of succulents do you have there? And then I'll buy some more. And then I have a whole lot of fucking succulents for no reason. But, (laughs) you know, I think it kind of plugs into, especially as black women, like our desire to nurture something and see it flourish. Yeah. And so. I, I think that's the thing about gardening. I
1: also follow a couple of black guys who do gardening. Um
0: Oh, that's sexy. Listen. Send me that. <laughs> listen, one
1: is Marcus. I met him on TikTok. Listen, like I like I know him. I met him on TikTok and um and then I followed him over on Instagram and he is so calm. Like everything he says is just calm. Mm. And he just has all these plants and all these tips on how to take care of these plants. And I'm like Yes, markets.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still like in actual life, it's a very hit and miss thing with me. Like I was yeah, looking at a couple of my plants today, and they had like mushrooms growing. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> 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 like, what am I doing?" But um, oh, you know, yeah. And then like, especially my potato plant, because I don't know what the fuck's happening under the soil with this potato plant. And I'm like, I'm hoping you're growing a potato, but I don't know what you're doing. You know, I thought my tomato plant was done. Two new, yeah. two
1: new tomatoes on there. So I was like, okay, yeah. I was getting ready to toss it. I was like, all right, well, well this that's what we've been doing.
0: dropping flowers. So I was like, oh, you want to make See, some more tomatoes? One of them, <laughs>
1: my big boy, it has done nothing but put out blooms. It has not produced any fruit. But the oh, wow. the heirloom though it has been producing 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 and I thought it was done, and because it looked like it had shriveled up, um. But once again, it's been storming, so it's been raining, and I guess the water from the sky <laughs> is better than the water hose. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but it. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. If you can collect rainwater, I think it would prefer that.
1: Yeah, too. I keep, I keep. Telling myself to do that, and then I keep going, I don't want mosquitoes. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. I don't know. There's (laughs) probably a better way. We can Google. I'm sure Um, it is. (laughs) Next up, I think this is for people in, like, neighborhoods. But, like, porch presents. So, they were talking about um, neighborhoods that would give each other porch things. That doesn't work in apartments. (laughs) So. Uh, Next up, online meetups with friends. And I think at the beginning of this pandemic, I was huge into like online video stuff. And now I'm like, I am all zoomed out. I don't want to (laughs) talk. Yeah. I I think I had like
1: at least two or three different Zoom groups with friends going each week at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now that's kind of fizzled out. But I think for a lot of us, um, those of us who have returned to work, and by return to work, I mean, not even physically, but just that more demand, like the, the 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 regular amount of pressure is coming back. And so for me, I'm Zoomed out with meetings. And so I don't really want to mm-hmm. deal with Zoom when I don't have to.
0: You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, but to some extent, I still like FaceTime one-on-one with some of my friends. But yeah, yeah. like I'm not trying to do a whole lot of Zoom meetups. I don't feel that thirsty for, like, interaction anymore. Yeah. <sighs> so next up is number eight, and it's kids. And we <laughs> ain't got kids, so we're going to skip that. <laughs> oh, wait, what does it say about kids? I don't know. Did people like them? I don't know. I just okay. mentally ignored it. Well, <laughs> kids do bring me joy. Um,
1: my, I was doing it. Listen, y'all, I'm sorry. I just realized that I'm smacking so, I've probably been chewing all through the show, but they're like mm. blackberries in my drink. <laughs> <So laughs> I've just been eating them. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was doing an exercise with my therapist, and it was about, I don't remember, but anyway. Long story short, I learned that, like, my niece is a source of happiness for me through that exercise, and I mean, it's something that I knew, but I i don't know, I felt I don't know. It felt different. Like it is scientifically proven <laughs>
0: that this little girl brings me joy. So yeah, yeah. Too be fair, like spending time with my niece and nephew, I love them because they they act a lot like me. I'm like it's like me having kids that I actually having kids, and so they're cool. But it's not like a, I guess the thing I constantly think of as a source of joy. But I do love them. Um <laughs> Next up, food delivery. <laughs> and that does uh, bring
1: me joy. <laughs> man, listen. I have been... Mm, mm, I have been hugging the apps. Okay? Um. I have been door dashing and waitering for the past... I don't think I cooked at all last week. I cooked... Sunday, was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cooked Sunday. That was the only time I cooked last week. Mind you, I get HelloFresh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I have shit to cook. <laughs> but um, I just I, I just been. <sighs> I feel like the people know
0: me by now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's isolating. So sometimes I'm like, ooh, cook all the things, but other times I'm like. We'll order all the things but they say small wins feel like big wins under duress high-end hummus with forest mushrooms to my door why yes thank you <laughs> yeah. and so yeah um next up second only to food delivery, the joy of cooking elaborate meals for ourselves and our families is making eating in isolation active joy yeah and so yeah sometimes like yesterday i made seafood and like um garlic, white wine sauce, mm-hmm. and then I threw gnoc- gnocchi in there. And I'm like, I don't, I'm i not a big pasta fan, but if you add potatoes, which like, <laughs> is what gnocchi made, made of, it makes me happy. And so...
1: <laughs> that is really so easy. true, though. Like,
0: <laughs> the cooking, the hardest
1: part is me just making myself get up and do it. But once mm-hmm. I get started, I really do enjoy it. And yeah. like,
0: especially if you don't have like a real recipe and you're just like, so I, I know what to make a, a garlic, white wine, butter sauce, and I know to throw this seafood in there, and I know how to separately make gnocchi and throw it in there, and that's a meal.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say about Sunday. I really just made a basic pasta, I had some, um, ravioli some mozzarella stuffed ravioli and i boiled it and then i made a tomato sauce just from scratch like crushed the tomatoes Mm -hmm. and everything and it was just real simple real basic but like you said it was the this is my first time actually making a tomato sauce from scratch so there's that and it was just like you know what um i think i'm just gonna do some tomatoes a little olive oil a little garlic (laughs) Uh, I've got mm-hmm. some cilantro and um, I got some Parmesan. I'm going to grate that up and it's going to work. And it did. It was so delicious. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was so simple, but it felt so, it was just an accomplishment, you know? So mm-hmm. I enjoy, a lot of, a lot of times when I'm, like... a lot of times, even when I'm being like super lazy, when I don't want to mm-hmm. do, like the recipes that go with the HelloFresh, I'll just make whatever I want to make with what came in the box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It feels like the ancestors are talking to us sometimes when it comes to, like, putting food together. And I'm like, yes, girl. Listen, because while while I was cooking, (laughs) I
1: heard a voice in my head say, "Uh uh-uh, add more garlic powder. (laughs) Add some onion powder. (sighs) Ain't no salt in it. You can add as much as you want. (laughs)
0: Right. Even though I I chopped up fresh garlic,
1: I still added garlic powder. Like, who the fuck does that? Who does
0: that? (laughs) Yesterday, I was like, oh... Add the whole container of garlic in it. I was like, yeah. you know what? You're right. It's never too much garlic. Never too much. Body acceptance. So, accepting your body in whatever space it is. I don't have a lot for that because yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> uh, next up, dancing. Yay. And so, that's what versus gives to us. And so being able to dance and do whatever you want with your body, it doesn't even have to be on beat.
1: Listen, just your body. I have said multiple times, I cannot dance, but it has never stopped me. And Ooh. I get tickled at myself now because, like, my body just says, girl, you're an auntie, and we're gonna move like an auntie moves. And I
0: can't even... Right. I mean, like, damn. Like, <laughs> It just felt like this was our, our auntie versus. Right, like, right. <laughs> and I, because I had been to a concert and Monica Brandy was supposed to be there where she wasn't. So I was like Monica, Ashanti, um, some other folks. And I was like I told people, I was like, Oh, this is my auntie concert. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it was it was like you know like several
1: yeah. times during the verses I caught myself just getting up, because I was sitting there folding clothes for a long time. Getting up and just mm-hmm. holding up my glass
0: and just <laughs> dancing <laughs> with my glass <laughs> in the air like <laughs> Right. Like the oddties like that sometimes <laughs> right, and then lastly, rage. I have to admit this last joy sparker uh um, surprised the writer, but too many mentioned it for her not to take notice um and I think especially as black women who are not allowed to be mad mm-hmm. I think um diving into that emotion and experiencing it and not. Stopping yourself from experiencing it yeah. is a source of joy.
1: <clears throat> that is I've never thought about it that way and yes. I firmly yeah. agree and
0: And it's so emotion that we can we're not allowed to have the most. Right. So you know like even like if you think about like just venting to like your group chat yeah. and be like can you believe this bee did this, this, and this? And yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, that's so crazy!" And it's like, "Okay, I can't. I have the power to be angry." Yeah. And in so much of life, we don't have the power to be angry in any other space. Yeah. And so sometimes it's just being able to feel how we feel.
1: Um, like I'm not gonna lie, and I'm sure this is very unhealthy and very childish, but I have been hella passive aggressive with a co-worker <laughs> she's someone mm-hmm. who worked beneath me but um she's just been pissing me off and to me th- to me actually she's the one being passive aggressive and I'm just ignoring it but in ignoring it I'm also in ignoring like valid questions that she's had and like mm-hmm. I'm just like Mm-mm. and I don't know but today it brought me a lot of joy to see her try to get someone else to ask me a question. Uh, <laughs> that was the <a> question <laughs> she actually had, and I ignored. their answers yeah.
0: too. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, do right tomorrow. I think... <laughs> yeah, and especially in the world of microaggressions, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of times microaggressions just they seem so small that you can't bring it up to the average the person who has made that aggression towards you. But I can go to my friends and be like, look. At See what this bitch did. <laughs>
1: <Because> <laughs> the women that work. Well, there's some men that work under me as well. But the majority of the people who work under me are old and white. There is one mm-hmm. black lady who works under me. She mm-hmm. um, is actually. She was on the first line of our chapter after the charter group. I didn't know that mm. until um, uh, the anniversary dinner. And I was like, what you doing here? <laughs> yeah. So, anywho. Tell me after <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's actually a funny story. But, anywho. Um, all, everybody else, they are old and white. And they mm-hmm. they don't ask me questions. They question me. And it just mm-hmm. drives me insane. Yeah, And I can't. I can't even react in the same way that my white male counterparts react because they love going to my supervisor and saying that I was ugly to them or I was rude to them mm-hmm. or whatever. And I finally told him, I said, you know, I really hate that they feel like they can come to you and tell on me. I really hate that. Mm-hmm. All right. He just kind of looked at me like he didn't get it, but. What if?s So yeah, I I took joy in ignoring them. Um, you know, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, all this to say that like, in any way that you can find joy, connect with that way. You know, um, we're all not gonna find joy in every single thing. At the same time, the the key point is that we do need to seek joy in the way we receive it. Um, in this world, in this moment, in this life, I am tipsy. Especially in twenty twenty,
1: and huh? that is I am tipsy, and that is bringing me joy. <laughs> blackberries are bringing me joy, and I don't even like blackberries.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're gonna move a lot <laughs> to our favorite part of the pod: to buy you a dream
1: Okay, I'm gonna go first. Mine isn't sappy, but it's a little sappy, but it's not sappy. I want to buy a drink for Melissa Ford. So, um, a lot of y'all know, um, y'all might know Melissa from like her video Vixen days from the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, she was on a short lived reality show, Blood Sweat and Heels. I love that show. It only had like maybe two or three seasons. And she also has like a podcast, and she was a radio, um, she was a host on a um, radio show. Anywho, I watched her interview, well I listened mostly, it was on YouTube, but I listened to her interview, it was her farewell interview, because she's leaving the radio show. And she was talking about the reasons why she's leaving, she's just, she suffered a lot the past couple of years, she was in an accident that... Um, just amazing. She was able to walk away from and then recover. Like she was paralyzed for a while. Like she's, she's good now, but you know, all of that, the loss of her mom, all that. She just kind of, she's, she just, she's had a lot. Yeah. And I want to buy her a drink because I so appreciate people sharing those types of stories and it's not Mm -hmm. easy. I look as much as I cry on here, I really don't talk a lot about what goes on with me on here and I'm working on it because it's important because people need to know that a, they're not alone and B Mm -hmm. there is hope. There is a light at the end of this. And I even took some things from her interview, um, some things that she said in her grieving process and you know, Everybody's process is not the same, Mm -hmm. but it helps to know that there is a process and you can take on that journey when you're ready. So I just appreciate people who share their innermost selves with the world because that is a very brave thing. It is a very scary thing. And when you step up and do it, it's just brave and it's awesome. And it helps a lot of people. So that is my drink this week for Melissa Ford.
0: I drink is closely linked to Lovecraft country, Come on now. <laughs> I guess. And it's just I'm buying a drink for black women because we are the backbone of blackness <laughs> in both America or and in the world in general. We are so strong, we're so resilient mm-hmm. and we don't always have what we need to survive, but we still do it. That's right. And not only do we survive, we thrive. That's right. And so buying a drink for black women it's a lot of y'all so this is a very hypothetical drink <laughs> don't hit me up at the H- bar like, all you, you nut- say you just buy me a drink hit <laughs> all you with your cash app <laughs> I was just say it's a, a very hypothetical drink buying but I love us yes. and I think more than anything black women are just we're, we're unmatchable we're so amazing yeah. and even like the whole thing of Lovecraft is like The word that I think of every time I watch is resilience. So we have the worst situation and we still rise above every single time. And especially with black women, we rise above every single time. And it's just dope as hell. Very, super fucking amazing. But we also want to say a prayer, um, especially for everyone who has been deeply affected by our loss of Chadwick Boseman Mm -hmm. um -hmm. his family knew him his friends knew him but even us who don't know him have been immensely affected by the loss of such an amazing man
1: yeah it puts things into perspective and it makes you face death in a way that you don't want to when it's a celebrity um and I messed around, so I was smart enough not to read um what Ryan Coogler put out, but <laughs> I made the mistake of reading the message from Michael B. Jordan, and mm. I bawled all night, mm. so yeah, don't read those things <laughs> unless you're ready to soak up some tissues because yeah yeah and and yeah. i and I messed up and read. Okoye's, I don't, uh, forgive me for not saying her real name, I, it's, it's I can't, I'm not thinking of it right now, but I read hers yeah. and hers was moving as well, and I was smart enough to not read any more after
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, protect your space but at the same time, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It, this is a very big loss to me for this year. Like I feel like a lot of things I just, because of 2020, I was like, oh, it is what it is. And I just shook it off. And this one was the thing that, like, really shook me. You know, um,
1: I made the statement that right after this, um, because I I lost a good uh, friend yesterday morning, and I made the statement all this time, I've really been trying to tell myself that this year is no different than any other. It's just that the pandemic is like amplifying everything. But I I may have been lying. (laughs) Yeah, I I may have been lying. I, I think what scares me the most is people who are like, oh I'm so ready for this year to be over and blah 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 and it's like I don't know that grief and destruction knows to stay in 2020 (laughs) like that shit that shit might try to I don't know that they know that because clearly they're not staying in their designated months so
0: right somebody on twitter
1: said somebody on twitter was like oh wow that was like very innovative of black mirror having us live season six instead of watching yeah. it. I was like,
0: yes, that is
1: exactly what this feels like. Real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't even know if it's going to end in 2020. And right. I, I, I think we all try to cope the best way we know yeah. how. Yeah. And so, like, for this, Chadwick really shook me in a way that, like, I had tried to ignore the lot things and yeah. not have to... Yeah deal and it it deeply shook me so
1: Take but care unless of yourself, we smuggies. gotta bounce back
0: because again resilience is our thing unfortunately and you know because what? we have to be resilient but
1: we, I, I really want to change that narrative I don't know how because yes we do have to be resilient because life moves on mm-hmm. but it's okay it's okay to not bounce back right away it's okay yeah. If it's okay to say this is too much, this is too hard, I need help, listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Somebody who never takes, I never take my own advice. But you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So I'm not saying that we always have to, No, no, like no, 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 I know. Yeah, things I know what you meant. But it's, do what you need yeah. to work with your yeah. mental health. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I know what you meant. So doing... Tell people how they can talk to us and let us know what kind of
0: poor life decisions
1: they want us to tackle.
0: This week talk to us very carefully. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> we are in shambles. But um basically we're on Instagram as poor life decision one word because uh, we are changing them one at a time. Mm-hmm. We are also our Etsy page is also Poor Life Decision again one word. We are on Twitter. It's PLD Pod. We cannot live tweet through um, Lovecraft Crunchy because it's too damn much. I got off like (laughs) I got off maybe like
1: one or two original tweets, a couple of retweets, but I was like engrossed in the show.
0: (laughs) Right? When I watch it, I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm gonna try. Damn it, Jordan Peele. That's like my only yes through most of it is damn it Jordan Peele I'm gonna try to
1: <laughs> interact with y'all as much as possible just so you know like we're there with
0: you but yeah mm-hmm. it's hard to yeah it's, hard it's, to it's that show is too much <laughs> at all times um we're also you can email us at hello at com. hello please 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 let us know what you would like for us to research and talk to you about um I think that's helpful just to know what y'all are dealing with in life um our dms are open um just hit us up on instagram or twitter and tell us what you want to talk about
1: um be sure you're drinking water because yeah. um it's been real alcohol heavy over here for a couple days but drink some mm. water get you a bidet listen i'm trying to tell you it will change your life <laughs> it will change your life um also, make sure you're doing your skin care routine make- sure, listen, talk about somebody. listen, y'all, I absolutely do not take my own advice, okay? I absolutely mm-hmm. don't. You did not have to agree with mm-hmm. that doya. you so um, okay. <laughs> I think I mentioned last week that I had broken out in hives, and it had gotten worse. It's all over my neck, my chest, my torso, and y'all, <laughs> what did it not occur to me until like what's today it only occurred to me monday sunday sunday to use some survey healing ointment and the thing about it is that's my go-to to everyone especially when people ask me a question about skin and it's something i'm unfamiliar with because guys i'm not an esthetician i'm not a dermatologist mm-hmm. i'm not a makeup artist i'm not any of that I just know what works for me and I know what I've Mm -hmm. researched based on the issues that I have. So when people ask me some things like, I don't know, and my first thing is always, try some CeraVe healing ointment, because she really is that girl. (laughs) It's only been two days and my neck is almost fucking clear. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm like, why are you so slow? Y'all, I have been battling these hives for two weeks. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Half of my body cleared up from a bubble bath. I had to tell Doyen and them about it in the chat because I was like, that bubble bath cleared up my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, survey healing ointment, get you some. Get you some.
0: <laughs> my tip, I forgot it because I was drinking. Um, my tip is just to check in with yourself mm-hmm. on a regular basis mm-hmm. and see how you feel. And the thing about mindfulness is, like, you can feel a thing and be like, okay, I feel that. And you don't have to hold stock in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. Also, contact your people because it's hard and we need love. You know, it's hard
1: actually.
0: Yeah. You know, I love that movie. <laughs> I do love that movie. I mean, I like it, I don't love it. Right, Of all the movies y'all subjected me to, it was my favorite. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean I love okay. I love trying to l I love listening to Terrence Howard try to have a, <laughs> a Memphis accent mine.
0: <laughs> we love I y'all. That I love but you uh, bye. Y'all. I love y'all. I probably had a more insightful thing to say, but again, I've been drinking, so bye y'all. Bye. <laughs> I'm America's worst nightmare. I'm young, black, and holding my nuts like cheer. Y'all was in the pub, having a light beer. I was at the club, having a fight there. Y'all could go home, husband and wife there. My mama asked